It's time to get your sip on. Use your phone and tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining this mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you a sip Welcome, welcome, welcome What up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade Where we are serving tea without the shade Like we always do So pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip session Ooh, I like that, Shay Yes, yes let's get it started Good sip right just, there You sipping already, for real, You for know real. how I do on my early Sunday morning at 9.45 a.m. Just throwing them back. This cranberry and vodka. All right, before we go ahead on with the show, we have to take a moment for our sponsor, Tanita Montgomery from American Dream Home Mortgage. She is going to hook you up with student loan debt analysis. You can call or text her at 813-990-9198. I probably need to call her because, Lord, no, I got a ton of student loan debt. Is it just student loans or is it home loans? I think it's home loans too, right? Yeah, she does it all. This woman does it all, y'all. American Dream Home Mortgage. They'll do a free loan analysis, get you pre-approved. They'll review your credit score. I mean, come on now. That's amazing. What's her email address? It is Tanita, T-A-N-I-T-A, at amdreamhome.net. So what's up? I know, uh, I know I'm trying to get me a home loan, too. I'm trying to buy me a new home in 2020. I thought I was going to do it this year, but it didn't quite work out, though. I know. That was the goal for this year for me, too. But, you know, life. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to how's your week. How is your week, now? My week's been pretty good. Um, but I'm supposed... I, I don't think my week... Has been better than mm, your week. We're not getting in my week yet. Or worse. Why, why, your your, why is your week? Why is your week pretty good? Why is your week pretty good? I just had a good week. I didn't have any major hiccups. You know, I'm taking every like good week as amazing. It's a good it's step dope. in the right direction. Trying to get it going in the right direction. Are you adjusting to Orlando life? No. No. Not yet. Traffic is traffic worse than Oh Orlando? my God, it is so bad, yo. Yeah. I just like I can't explain to you. You can't predict, honestly, <laughs> with like real clarity what time you're gonna get somewhere because more than likely there will be a random accident. Accident. I was on the highway yesterday. It was three PM and we were dry I was driving with my mom and we got into this random traffic, and I'm like, what is going on right now? I go and look. It's a car stopped in the middle of middle lane. Of I-4? Of I-4 mm. with their hazards on. Like, mm. no attempt to try to move that that, that bitch a, over to the right. That's a dangerous spot to be it's in right so there. It's so dangerous. But so, so many cars were... Um, behind it, not realizing that there was no traffic. There was, was no there. traffic, yeah, right. and they probably thought that they were moving when other cars would finally get out of the lane. So uh, it was it yeah. was pushed back for quite a bit. Orlando has like the worst construction ever. I feel like they're building a whole damn city in Orlando right now. But like it, it's never ending. You never feel like one part is done. It's like con- yeah, they've been working bad. on the same strip of I four for the last ten years. I promise you, in that like Lake Mary area. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty bad. All right, how's your week been? She she's all excited asking this question because she knows that I went on these blind dates. Yeah. So I said, Jay, for those who are just getting into this sip sesh. 
of all Remind no me shade. to never go on any more blind dates. I uh, I set Mr. Noetic up on two blind dates. Well, I, I had an open call and a, there was oh, yeah. a picture on my Facebook. I was like, who want to date this man? And we had two lovely ladies who came forward. Yes, yes, correct. And so I went ahead and submitted them to Jay's approval. And it, it was literally a, a a truly blind date experience for me. Yes. They knew what I looked like. I had no idea what they looked like. None. I ref- and I refused. And I refused. so the first lady, I will we'll call her Rose. Yes. We'll call her Rose. I met with Rose on um, Friday night, last Friday. And so I'm sitting at the bar. I get there early because that's what I do. I'm a gentleman. I ain't going to be late. You know, I got to be there first because Elle wanted the lady to approach me. And so I'm yes. sitting there in the corner. I'm chilling. You know, I went and got my beard done fresh hey. on Friday because you want to first impressions matter. First impressions do matter. So I'm at the bar at the at the union and armature works here in Tampa. And so um, I see a text. You know, are you here? I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Um the day of I sent both of them each other's numbers but I gave them like explicit instructions that they were not allowed to, to, to send each didn't. other's and send each other no pictures or give usernames or nothing and so I see this I see this young lady standing at the corner kind of looking looking around she can't find me she's like well if you're here what are you wearing I'm like oh, I'm wearing a black shirt and so uh, I can see her looking at her phone. So now at this point, I know it's her. Yeah. And so. So now uh, you have, a, oh, you have the best moment because you can check her out without her checking you yeah, out. Yeah. That's like the best setup. Yes. And so then she, I see her. She sees me. She walks over. And I give her a hug. Yeah. Because I'm a gentleman. Uh-huh. And I give her a hug. And we sat down and we talked. And I probably engaged with her for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And um, great personality. Okay. Great personality. So Shay looked at me like, okay, you know what that means. So before I say all that, my theory of this whole thing, Sippers, how this came about, is I said that homegirls do not hook up their homeboys with women that are as pretty as them or prettier than them. But like, hold who on, really hold does on, that hold though? On. Who's like, like I'm looking at my girlfriend like, homies, oh my homies. god, I'm prettier than you, or I'm not. I, I don't think like that. But. Women typically only set, set you up with women who have great personality, which is nothing like n- not a problem. Homies, mm-hmm. you can ask any homie when they set you up with someone, she might not be the prettiest, but she gonna have a banging ass body. Uh, hello, Rose hello. had a banging ass body. I mean, I'm gonna be a gentleman. And she can do a split. So, my thing is this: so on the, on the first date, she we had great conversation and great topics. She, you know, she's from Haiti. We engaged all about that and the Haiti and the DR uh, issues going on over there. However, I don't feel like she put any effort in, okay. into um, appearance-wise, oh. right? And so, I don't know her Ex- outside. Explain the explain the getup. Well, I will say that she came with her. She's older than me, which is fine. I like older women, right? Um, and I don't mind gray hair. Like I think there's sexy ways you can you can do gray gray hair, gray style, just like yeah. any, any other hairstyle. But her hair was just pulled back, mm-hmm. and like in a ponytail, pretty much. Yeah. Um, no style to it. So not um, like a fancy like ponytail, just like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no makeup, which is fine. Like it's okay if you don't want to wear makeup, you don't have to wear makeup. Yeah. Um, and it was a coffee date, jeans. Kind of like a, I don't want to call it a halter top. I just felt like if it's a first impression, 
especially on a blind date, you may want to zhuzh it up a little, just a little bit, right? So I just kind of felt like it was no effort, no effort. Okay. What you say what are you about to say? It sounds like she didn't take it seriously. Like, hey, this was something that you set up, L, for your friend, you know, mutual friendship. Here. Yeah. Like, hey, take it a little bit more seriously. At least try a little, just a little extra. That's what, I, and that's kind of what I. But would've... it's so funny because men are always like, I don't want you with makeup. Some, I don't want a, you with the weed. There's a difference between having no makeup and but oh, oh. doing some other things alongside of it, or yeah. just being like, hey, well, I'm here. You, you don't want to have too much makeup. Again, I'm not. She's a great person. Right. I just would. I felt like there was no effort. So fast. So hour and a half. Talked to her. Had a great conversation. Had a great time. Moved on. Yeah. Second date. I'll set me up with a second date sippers. I think y'all still engaged with this. Okay. We'll call her <laughs> Tulip. Tulip. Mm-hmm. Tulip. Uh, that's what I was calling them in the, the messages. <laughs> yes. And so uh, Tulip met at the same location, but I hadn't ate anything. So we met it Saturday at one o'clock. And I was really just hungry. And so when um, Tulip showed up, mm. same thing. Got, you know, she let me know she was on her way. I said, okay, I'm at the, I'm at the coffee spot already. Um, I'll see when you get here. Yeah. And so she had I felt like Rose had a hard time identifying who I was, even though I was the only black guy with a bald head. In there? In there. And she signed up looking at you, like, with your picture in the Yes. Mind. Yes. This date, okay. And so, but uh, Tulip identified me as soon as she got there. Yeah. Came over, I gave her a big old hug. You know, I love my hugs. I give you my hugs. You do give really good hugs. And I feel, like a, I feel like a handshake is so informal. Yeah, in person. You know what I mean? And so, Tulip and I had a great conversation. I said, hey, let's go eat something because I'm really hungry. So, I don't think the coffee is going to be enough. Right. We went and got something to eat at, uh, at the sushi spot in Amateur Works. Great conversation. Yeah. Put in way more effort. Than what Rose. Did, than Rose did came with her, her hair, her natural hair, smelling mm-hmm. fresh, smelling good. Mm-hmm. She has some makeup on mm-hmm. and nice attire. You can tell she put effort into making a good impression. Right. So I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So we were, if I had to make a choice between uh, date one, blind date one, and blind date two, I would definitely go with blind date two. Okay. Even though blind date two wasn't exactly what I look for physically yeah. in a woman. And and Blind Date 1 had more of a physical... Met, met, your, met your, like, normal critique. Yeah. I would definitely choose uh, Tulip over Rose because... The great, conversation. Great conversation, better energy, better vibe, and um, she put in effort. And effort, man, first impressions are important... Yeah, I mean, first yeah. impressions are. It's it's funny because there's two trains of thoughts. It's like people who, especially on casual dates like that, like coffee dates, there's that, well, come as you are. Yeah. Like, if you if you think I'm really attractive, if you see me my normal way, Absolutely. then this is going to work out well. Absolutely. Right? And she wasn't ugly. I'm not saying she was ugly no, by, by no means. There's no uh, way you can consider Rose no, ugly. absolutely Rose not. Rose is gorgeous, I think. Absolutely. But, um... But then there's others who, you know, it's a date, so I need to, like, zhuzh up. But it's funny because in both scenarios, you you hear commentary on both sides. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's too plain. She's too basic. Versus, oh, she be doing too much. Mm-hmm. Like, she's too But that's why I, that's why I think that if you, for women, and men, men have it way easier than what women do when it comes to, yeah. like, trying to impress on the first date. Because it's. 
you can just whatever. We're not gonna get into that. But I think that with women, you don't like you say you don't know if someone wants a lot of makeup yeah. or no makeup, right? That's why I think it's better to just put maybe a little foundation or whatever. Yeah. On to a certain extent. They're trying to find that middle that middle ground. Yeah, I'm like the absolute opposite. Like, like if I'm going to a coffee date, I'm going just normally how I dress every single day. Yeah. Um, but I do put makeup on most days, like yeah. just a little bit. And so, you know, there's that. But then I'm, I'm also just like, if it's a coffee day, I feel like it's really casual. So I'm ex- I'm gonna go casual and like, this is what I you're gonna expect from me for casual f- for the next foreseeable future if we do hit it off. And so I'm going. To- well, that's okay, but I feel like you also not you in general. Yeah. That you want to put a good first impression. So I made sure, like I'm not. Yeah, you put on like I'm the the, as, dr- the casual dress that's flattering. Yeah, like I'm not like, as I'm not as fit as I used to be, but I still make sure to put on a shirt that kind of showed my arms, my definition on my shoulders, or yeah. my because you, people you're looking, you're checking that stuff. I, like I hadn't had my beard done in probably two weeks. I normally get my beard done every week. I made sure I didn't just show up with a raggedy ass beard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, yeah, you got to put a little bit of effort. Cause you're gonna see my raggedy ass beard in a couple weeks or whatever when right. we when we're dating. Put in a little effort. That's all I was saying. But other than that, it was a great week. Thank you for setting me up for a blind date. It was a good experience. I hope both Tulip and Rose both said they had a great time as well. Because I am a gentleman. I am a gentleman now. I did get good reports back. Yeah. So I walked both of them to their car. Both gave them. I even opened car doors for them. And I put it up when they got got in the car. That's just what I do. You know? Yeah. And I will say that at uh, date number two, Tulip, she... uh, I think her love language is words of affirmation. Okay. Because she was just giving like all these like. She was complimentary. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, I'm like, is that, like for me. Because that's the like, opposite. Yeah. You are, you hate words of affirmation uh, so much. I was like, ooh, I was like, thanks, okay. You know, she was like, well, you're so really accomplished. And I was like, yeah, I'm accomplished, but. She was like, no, no, but like you. I was like, you know what? You're right. I am accomplished. Yes. You know? but, so I I appreciate that. So I think for someone who. Is there going to be any second dates? If there is a second date. Yeah. It will be with date number two. With Tulip. With Tulip. Okay. I'm checking in in two weeks. All right. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to listener shout out. Who we shouting out this week, Jay? I go back and forth. I do because I always forget <laughs> listener shout out, but I've put it back into my. So listener shout out is going to go out to S.Rustin, a.k.a. Ghettozoid of Berlin, Germany. Ghettozoid, I love it. <laughs> Ghettozoid. That's actually his. I don't know if it's a woman or a man. I'm going to guess it's a man. That is her sound. His SoundCloud name every week. Ghettozoid likes each of our episodes. Like I can guarantee every week I, I'll, I'll get a like for an up, a episode once it's uploaded. Um, so my fellow German brethren, I appreciate you. Thank you for liking our shit on All Tino Shade. We continue to do so. Spread the word. We are definitely growing. Sippers, if you would like to be a shout it out on the listener shout out, all you have to do is interact with us on our social media platforms. And there are many ways you can do that. L. Yes. How do they interact with us <laughs> on our social media platform? On Facebook, you can find our Facebook page, Alti No Shade. And you can also find our group, Alti No Shade Podcast and Friends. On Instagram, we are Alti No Shade Podcast. 
And once again, you can always email us at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. Send us your love, your rants, your everything. We will take it. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to Who Am I? Who Am I? So this week, as y'all know, you probably do not hear Mr. TJ Jones' Jones. voice. So today, this episode is just L and I. We're going to go back and forth. We go banter. Elle's going to try to stump me with who am I? But she can't do it, though, Zippers. I 110% can. All right, All right guys. This celebrity mm-hmm. is Hawaiian. Is Barack. Oh, my God. How'd you know? Because I'm a badass mother. <laughs> you see that, Zippers? You that see was that, Shay? That was amazing, y'all. You, you saw that, Shay? Was, that was good. One I, guess. I, I literally, I picked him, One and guess. then I was like, this is going to be really easy because, like, the things that we know him for are all, like, it's I mean, so easy to many, traceable. How many celebrities that you know that Hawaiian? Hawaiian. <laughs> so, exactly. But he's more like, uh, um, not Hawaiian, but Mon. So, so, what's the word? What's this? Samoan. Isn't he Samoan? Who? Samoans are Hawaiian. Oh, are they Hawaiian? Okay, there you go. Aren't they? Oh, where's Samoa at? It's a little <laughs> more towards the... Somewhere in Samoa? It's, it's, it's further across the Pacific. Negro, I'm done. I just offended like a whole culture. So, you y'all, know, I'm it, sorry, it, y'all. So it's weird, that, it's weird that even though she said Hawaiian... He is Hawaiian, not, though. He oh, was born he? in Hawaii. Oh, then there we go. I'm a man. I am amazed at myself Whatever. right so, now. He totally guessed. Oh, but he did. He totally guessed. But honestly, there's not that many people connected to Hawaii. It's like him and Jason Momoa. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. So my, my president. Your president. My president okay. just posted on his social medias his summer playlist. Have you heard it? Have you seen this? I did see him. Someone shared it on Facebook the other day, but I didn't actually look at what he chose okay. on the playlist. President what did he choose? Obama. First of all, he. First of all, do you think he actually chose it? Do you think someone else chose it? He I one hundred ten percent feel like this is his jam sesh, mm. and he's and he posted. He's like, this is what me and Michelle groove to. I but bet. okay, so if you don't know, if you watch the, if you, if you tune in or you follow either President Obama or Michelle Obama, you can tell when they're the ones who actually post things versus mm-hmm. people posting for them. Yeah. But when people post for them, they don't um, finish it with M-O or B-O. Like, yeah. Oh, got you, got you. Right, they sign it. Uh, so when they personally okay. are the ones who are actually tweeting something or whatever, they'll sign it at the end with like B-O or M-O. Oh, I didn't know that. I yes. just learned something new. Um, and so he definitely posted himself. And I he's like, this is what me and Michelle will be grooming to whatever he said. What do you have on there? The jam sesh, okay. Yeah, give me some of the. You know I love music, so tell me some of the. Too good by Drake and Rihanna. Best part by Daniel Caesar and Herm. Too good by Drake and Rihanna. Yeah. What is that one? Do I know that one? It's good. Mm. Um, you haven't ever heard of Too Good? Oh no, Shay, can you find it real quick? Go Gina by SZA, which is my shiznits. Do Wop mm. That Thing by Lauren Hill. Oh, that's a classic. A hundred yard classic. dash by Raphael Sadiq. I've got you under my skin by Frank Sinatra. That was a want, want, want for real. Well, you know they a little bougie. They are Buddha. Buddha up's a classic. From though. Ella, Ella, Ella May. I like May, Ella May. I saw her in concert in Orlando. She was really good. Um, Can You Believe by Robin Thicke, which is one of my favorite songs that I completely forgot about. Can you believe? Have you heard? It was from his very first, like, um, yes. Which yeah. one is this? This, this is Drake. too good by Drake and Rihanna. You don't heard? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. 
I mean, it's I'm still a, a Drake fan though. I like me too. He's he's so problematic, but I still am a Drake friend. He's had forty four songs. <laughs> what do you mean he's problematic? He's problematic. This is the stuff he says and like. You see the video with him and Chris Brown? No guidance. I thought it was hilarious. You gotta watch that video. I'm nervous. You should watch it because so they, they have they have a dance off, and and Drake does it like he, he does he makes fun of himself. So he's dancing but not dancing. He's yeah. like, ooh, this, the robot, the snake. Mm, you gonna get this? It was, you gotta watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. Anyway, sorry. Um, so President Obama's um, playlist is 44 songs Damn. deep, and they're all good. So I'm I'm just waiting. The question is, is it on Spotify? Exactly. Somewhere? I'm waiting for somebody to post it on Google Music. Quite frankly, yeah. like he should do it himself. Like to create the playlist on Google Music for me because I'm I'm not spending no time doing these 44 yeah, songs. Yeah, I'm not going to download them. But I need, yeah. I legitimately want to listen to the playlist as a whole. That's I, what 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 they got to do with the rock though. What do you mean, The Rock? Didn't you say The Rock Johnson for the Who Am I? You said The Rock? Who you thought I said? Barack. Oh, I was wrong, see? I said The oh Rock. Oh my, did you hear The Rock or Barack? You were Barack too, right? I did say Barack. No, you didn't. Oh my God, you just told on yourself. I said The Rock. That's why you were saying Samoan. Yeah. Yes. The Rock is Samoan, uh, not Hawaiian. But oh see, my God! See? Wow, you Walk. totally did so not get sippers, that. They don't. They don't have good hearing. They don't have. No, good hearing. you don't enunciate properly. I said the Rock. How but did Shay and I both hear Barack? The Rock, Barack, kind of sounds the same. The Rock, the Rock, Barack, the Rock, Barack. It sounds the same. So you didn't even get that point. I, I I'm okay with it. that. <laughs> All right. Some, uh, actually, I want to talk about some other things in pop culture right now. Did you guys know that Black Panther 2 is officially coming? I saw the announcement. I saw the announcement. I'm not even going to get excited because it's not until 2022. It's May 6, 2020, 2022. That's weird. It's too far away. It's weird that we're getting in the it's 20s. It's too far away for me to get excited about anything like that. Yes. Well, I mean, away. no, I'm just excited that it's like officially approved and going forward. But yeah, going back to our conversation we've had previously, though, about black sequels, like, how do you top Black Panther, the first one? Like, Black Panther was amazing. And the expectations are so, the bar is so high that to top that, I don't think they can. I, I don't think, think they, they can. I mean, I think superhero movies are good because it all really just depends on the villain. If the, the you just have to make a worse villain yeah. and the movie will be better. It just, it just, like Thanos. Thanos was so bad that even though. Thanos was the badass. Yeah. That even though it was like the what, fourth installment. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you didn't you didn't really see Thanos until like the last couple ones. But yeah, yeah, but like the villain, like so, what Killmonger's dead, so who, it's gonna be a brand new villain. Yeah, it's gonna be a brand new villain. I almost feel like there will probably be a bigger emphasis on other characters in Black Panther too. I almost feel like it won't be a huge emphasis on the Black Panther. The Black Panther. I think it has to be like it's the Black Panther. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I couldn't. You know, I'm gonna support it. It's actually support gonna it. be Namor the sub submariner. It's gonna be what? Namor the sub submariner. That That's comics. Shit, y'all. I don't know who that is. Some badass black in the, in dude. In the comics, there's a big uh, there's a big conflict between Wakanda and Atlantis. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I'm all for it, man. I am all for Black Panther. I want to see it. I will support it. Get my take my money right now. Okay, throwing it at you. Um, so Empire actor Mr. Terrence Howard, who's super problematic. Oh, he's in it. Don't tell me he's in it. No, he's not. Okay. Whew. He actually 
just got an order to pay his ex-wife $1.3 million in spousal support. That's a lot of damn money. Yes, it's been a modification to his um, alimony payments because his paycheck for Empire has significantly jumped up. I bet. I bet. He is a paid dude now. Yes, and so she, the the ex-wife went to the judge and was like, Judge... I need you to modify because he's making a different amount than when he originally when he originally when they originally made the order. So that's per month that he's getting, she getting paid that. Or that what's alimony? How how does alimony work? Is that like for a Al- year? Alimony can be distributed in a, a number of ways. So it can be a mm. monthly payment, or it can be a yearly payment, or gotcha. it can be a lump sum payment. So when they say that he's been she's been awarded one point three million alimony. It could be over a course of time of a couple of years. Yeah, like the he. It depends. So it, mm. the judge could say you got that right now, so give it to her, mm. or it could be through a gotcha. series of events. Okay. Um, but apparently, part of that one point three is also some back spousal support that he refused to pay. So mm. he refused to pay like two hundred sixty thousand in back support. So that is. <sighs> That's what's added, Bro, I mean, I not added even, significantly. I can't even imagine trying to pay $260,000. Well, we, I mean, he makes, what, 250000 per, per episode. episode? Damn, man. How so. much? I want to know how much Taraji get paid per oh. episode. Well, you know what sucks, Who's though? She actor? probably makes less than he does, no matter what. Probably because she's a, black, she's a black, black woman. woman. You think, who's a bigger artist, Taraji or Terrence Terror. Howard? I honestly think by the time they got to Empire, that Taraji was the bigger artist. So when mm, they did how I don't, I don't know about the time when they did the pimp thing, what is it? Uh, I love that hustle first, and flow. Hustle and flow. Ooh, he was for tree. sure the bigger Ooh, actor yeah, at that point. Him. Yeah. But I think by the time they got to Empire, Taraji had blown, and she was on like a bunch of stuff, yeah. and he hasn't been on anything he successful any in a movie. minute. He has not done any movies since. He probably, he's on some low. He does the best, like ones. the best man too. So because yeah. he was part of the original cast, yeah. but other than that, I can't remember him in anything no, since it's, Hustle it's, and Flow. It's been pretty much Empire. Yeah, and so I thing. think he was, she was the bigger artist at man, that point. I stopped watching Empire so long ago. I did too. I can't I watch any lost. of them. Yeah. They just get too ridiculous at some level for me. All right, and then last but not least, have you guys heard about you? So everybody's heard about this damn Nigerian stand, right? Like the. Nigerian what? The Nigerian scam that they used. Oh, I posted it on Facebook. You see my Facebook post about it? No. Mm. So, All I'm gonna say is my cash app is Jainoetic Ladies. And <laughs> I will give you some love and attention, but you gotta pay me first. Ew, you sound like a gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what a gigolo sounds like. Gigolo J. See, this is why I call him a hoe. He's like, no, I'm not a hoe. <sighs> like Nick Rose, listen to the words coming out your mouth. I just be joking. Half, Lies and deceptions. Half the, half the time. <laughs> So 80 people in a $46 million web of scams tied to the Nigerian scam have mm. been indicted. Could you imagine they've made over 46 I didn't like never would I have suspected that so many people would actually fall for that scam. Well they say they tar- they target vulnerable women, older vulnerable women. So mm. someone that's lo- super lonely and you're in your 60s and up. And someone giving you love and attention who you think is putting these pictures out there. It's easy to fall in love with someone, believe it or not, without being in physical space. Oh, no, I agree. You know, like back in the back in when I lived in Virginia, I fell in love with a woman who long distance and 
I only saw her once in a blue moon. Yeah. But we talked every day. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell people, man, that power of phone conversation is, man, is, is important. important. Yeah, all my long distance relationships, there's been, always been like a way stronger connection yeah. than the ones that like you see day to day. And you feel like it would be opposite, but you literally have to rely on just knowing each other to keep yeah. that conversation going. I never fell in love with somebody. Look, the first time, I even when I get Facebook friend requests for people from Nigeria, I'm like, delete. Yes. I'm like, nope, I ain't got time for this. Y'all Especially, not. They're all, over, they're all over POF, too. Like, people doing scams and trying to get you to send them money. Like, just don't send money. Like, how stupid is that? Who? Why, why are you sending anybody money for anything? If they can't, if they literally cannot afford to whatever, then they shouldn't be on no dating app. Absolutely. And that's, that's should be the first sign that that's an issue, that someone is, is trying to scam you. I was talking to a, uh, this, this woman on POF a while ago. She had like, all these damn fine pictures. I'm like, this is a suspect. Somebody this fine is probably not on POF, first of all. But then I was like, I'm pretty damn fine. Why am I on here? Anyway, that was a, that was a toot toot. Uh, we still heard. We <laughs> so, heard. So anyway, we potentially, we so purposely ignored. After a few conversations in, in, in email, uh, she was like, um... Can you put some money on my car so I can download some iTunes? Blah 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 blah. I was like, delete, one request. So yeah, I can. Yeah. That's, that's, that's unfortunate about about it. But they said he got eighty people locked up, Nigerians, mostly mostly my Nigerians about it. Like they were actually forty six million dollar. Like they I thought were, it was more than that. That's only forty six million. They were making real money apparently. That's ridiculous. Mm, yeah, it sucks because I I love Nigerian music so. Me too. I'm gonna keep jamming out. Too. I'm into these whole Afro beats. Absolutely. Like, I'm loving it so hard right now. Yeah. All right, guys, let's go ahead and switch over to the sip of the day. The main sip. Main sip, 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 sash. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? What motherfucking time hey, sippers, is it? Do you know, know what, what time, time it is? Time for the main sip. Hey. The main sip. I said what? it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get, Get your you. cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Oh. Get your cup ready, Get your drink ready, tea ready. Ah. Time for the main sip. What? The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah. All right. Today we are talking black leaders, black leadership. Mm. It's funny because when you think back in the day, like it's really clear to see who the black leaders were, like Malcolm X and Martin Luther. Mm-hmm. Who would you say are some of our black leaders? Yeah, I think. It's just, do you think they're as prominent as they were back in the day? They're definitely not as prominent as they were back in the day. I think it was easier back in the day to find who the prominent ones are because there was at a time where everyone needed to needed someone to be the the face person, to be the person who's marching in the streets to bring awareness to stuff. Now we still need it. But it's so diluted. Right. Like every, there's so many people trying to say their perspective and what we need to do. Yeah. It's like, and unfortunately, we live in a time where trust is broken. Yeah. Like, who do you trust? Who do you, who do you want to give your money to? Who's saying, "Hey, we can raise this amount of money to build a new school, and we're gonna help our community out." And then you raise, like, you give them that money, and then the money disappears. Yeah. So trust is broken. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Do you think it's like the social media aspect? Like we have way more visibility to, or access to people now than we did. Like I always think, like if Martin Luther King was, you know, 
we if they had the technology they have now back then would he have had the ability to rise the buzz that he did yeah to where he was because we'll take we we're like we're in the cancel culture right now Uh, absolutely and so you know everybody reveres and reverend martin luther king jr as they should because he his work was really amazing but he was an adulteress right so he was Mm. a reverend who was out there sleeping with side pieces uh, right. I think, yeah, I, mean, I think it's very, important to remember. Very hypocritical. Yeah. Right. But I wonder if in this culture now we would have done canceled him before he could have done his best work. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good question because we have access to super, a lot of information, and, right. and it's easy to see people's fallacies where we where we fall short. And I think it's important to remember that even the people that are are trying to lead today all have their own issues as well. Their own demons. Their, their own demons. We see that in the pulpits, we yeah. see that in, in past in churches and yeah. everything. It doesn't negate that what they can do and the effect that they can have. Yeah. But I think, you know, we use that again. We, we, we're quick to scream hypocrite, even though everybody is kind of a hypocrite at some level. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm trying to think about who who would be someone who be considered the prominent and it's Jesse okay. Jackson is still doing it. Like, uh, yeah, but he's like not as... Is he more so a just a puppet now? Or is he just someone who just hops on the trending topics to increase his ratings? Yeah. At one point, he was in the movement. He was with Dr. Martin Luther yeah, King, he was Martin right with Max. He was with all of them. Like, he know he's been in the trenches. He's been arrested for protesting. He, he has been in it. Yes. There's, there's the fact that he doesn't do it as much mean that he is still not a prominent force in because sometimes I, I think that for example Marquise McLaughlin mm. who got killed here and here in Clearwater from yeah. the um, Daniel Ground case Jesse Jackson hopped on board with that and kind of kind of pushed that to the forefront of media so I do think there maybe are different levels yeah to to be a, a voice in the black community Maybe you don't have to go marching in the street, but if you can bring more awareness to a certain topic because of your presence, maybe that's also a form of being prominent. Yeah. I think it's also like sometimes some things have changed too. So I would say a black leader. I don't even know if I, I, it's so funny because I don't think I can actually call Barack Obama a black leader. I can call him a black role model, but I can't call him a black leader because his role as a president was, was needed to be Mm -hmm. that he like didn't, he wasn't didn't have a bias like yeah. he fought for everyone not yeah. just black people right so if he had, he wasn't allowed to he wasn't allowed he wasn't to in that position to. so yeah. i i look at him as a black role model like he's very aspirational but he wasn't in a position really then to you know be like this is the black issue and like this is what needs to happen for black people yeah. I, I, he was everybody president I, I i hate the narrative that people put on president obama about him not doing more for black people. Yeah. It's like... He wasn't you, in the position to in, do that. He was in the position to lead a country. Yes. Right? And he couldn't... Yes, in an acceptable world, he would have been able to stand up and say, I'm a black man, and here are the black issues that I want to attack tackle to, to better that community. But he, they, didn't, they worked against him. And at any instant of he trying to do something better for the community, yeah. it was shitted on. Right, the moment when Trayvon Martin was killed and President Obama was like, you know, I, I had a, I could have had a son yes. that looked like Trayvon, and that was that caused a stir, right? He just wasn't in his position, I, and, I, and I think we, as Black people, sometimes put 
unfair expectations right. onto people who are doing good or trying to do good. Which and, brings me to the, the next one, which we like, you know, I get hot heated on this one. Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Right. So, I would say he's a leader. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. This man fell on his sword. So I don't know if a lot of people know, or I'm sure actually everyone knows that he, you know, and the NFL. NFL. Are you struggling with the NFL? NFL NBA. Yeah. I oh, was okay. like, which one is it? Which one is it? Um, don't judge me. Are we judging? The NFL, they've come to a settlement agreement. And then there was a lot of arguments online like, oh, he sold out. He sold out. Mm-hmm. And my thought is, I love when people have a higher expectation of others than they have for themselves. Because the same people who are like, oh, I can't believe that Kaepernick sold out for however millions they sent, they gave him. Um, I, a, I didn't really see it as him selling out. But B, those are the same people who still were watching the game. It wasn't oh, like yeah, they yeah, protested yeah, yeah. or that they like, like you know, that they yeah. really did anything in that movement. And they're expecting, like he already gave up his job. Like yeah. he gave up his yeah. high earning, very lucrative position for our rights, yeah. like to to stand for us. And then we like in response, very few people in term and what I say would be like the numbers, like did anything even a quarter of what he did, you know, in terms of like making it like apparent that they're standing with him. Do you think that his his stand or his kneel, mm-hmm. right? That his kneel has brought forth change. I do. How so? I, I think that it's a. I think there, the fact that we're even talking now about like mm-hmm. our racism in the NFL, the NBA, the fact that we're even having these conversations. These are conversations were kind of taboo before, right? Nobody really talked about it. We yeah. all like joked about the fact that you know it was all black people in the NFL when it came time to like you know make moves but like you know especially in the quarterback position is traditionally always white because you know black quarterbacks can't think like you know what i mean so we're having these conversations way more regularly now i think and i think he did bring in awareness which is the most important for people for, for everyone i think he definitely brought awareness to to the issues facing us in america maybe maybe not just in america in the world right um and i think that he is definitely he's cl- he's classic he's iconic he's iconic i i i wish there were more people who stood beside him i right. wish there were more people that and it's hard to ask people to Lo- take to lose their job to lose their job yeah and, and he didn't really try to lose his job and and he really was just pro he was really just doing his own thing and what they, what do they always say they say that we don't want you to riot. Don't right. riot. You know, that's not a good way to protest. Right. Protest in a very nonviolent way or whatever. So he was kneeling, didn't ask for attention, and right. then all of a sudden that became an issue and they started asking him about it. And so, and maybe I'm not, pl- obviously I'm not plugged in certain circles. Right. I think that I didn't see a lot of videos from Colin ap- after that. I mm-hmm. think a lot of, most, I think most of the people's doing maybe it was his own in his own nonprofit in his own community but i didn't see a lot of media saying hey it's what we need to do let's organize let's do this let's do that i saw him talking about certain things regarding kneeling but he didn't form a coalition yeah the, you know what i mean like a black 100 100 million man black black man march right why do you think that we have people who 
create awareness for causes in the, in the community, but they don't create a movement in the community. Because the movement requires other people. So you can stand on that ledge yourself and, you know, demand, you know, justice and demand peace and demand, you know, fairness. It requires the community to stand on the ledge for with you for it to become a movement. And mm. unfortunately, I think we are, especially our society today, we're so we're in that do me culture. Right. Or the me, me, well, I don't think me too, but all about me. All about yeah. me culture. And so, oh, we're not going to potentially like lose like our money, our, our, our chance of, you know, if other athletes would have stood with him and some did, I mean, some, some did. did. Eric, it was quite yeah, a few. Eric Reed being, being one of them. But I feel like if more did, if more of us as a like a society, like black people in general, black people would not refuse to get an NFL. The NFL is Chick-fil-A. Huh. Like Chick-fil-A for gay people. Because, you know, no matter how problematic Chick-fil-A is about what they say about gay people, could gay they, people. They support Republicans they, and they they're do not very support anti, the, the LGBT yeah. community. Gay people still will go there because it's Chick-fil-A. is delicious. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's NFL. Like, no matter how blatantly racist and i think the thing with colin kaepernick is there was like instances where the it made the owners of the team come out and show who their real true colors were who was it like one of the owners was like if any of you niggers is well he was like i don't know who it was but he was like we can't allow the the inmates to run the prison yes the like monkeys that. or whatever yeah, the case yeah. is Right, like it started showing people's real true colors. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's the case with anything, especially with social media. Is like people who you think are your friends who, who don't, who look opposite of you. You don't really realize that they have a deeper belief that's opposite of what that that's hurting your cause. Yeah. Until they make a post about it, until you talk about it, they oh wait a minute, I, th- I thought we were cool. Erks. You know what I mean? Erks. But but I I do think that Colin did create a movement because if. If you think about it, look what we have now with Jay-Z, right? Yeah. A lot of people are shitting on Jay-Z or mad at Jay-Z because Jay-Z has partnered with the NFL with Rock Nation. Yeah. However, we always say that black people need a seat at the table in order to make a difference, right? right? And so Jay-Z has now created the, he had the ability yeah. to sit down and create a seat at the table, Yes. hopefully for black for black justice programs. Anyone who, who, who doubts jay-z's movement you you don't know the things that he's already done it's crazy right that he's done previously he helped free people were all talking about free meek mill free meek mill for he all those actually years. free meek mill. he actually put money in yeah. the game to help free meek mill yeah and so why people are so upset with jay-z partnering with the nfl do y'all think that jay-z and beyonce and celebrities are the new face for black leadership Unfortunately, I do. Unfortunately, I think we do give celebrities so much revere now. They're way more revered than they've ever been before in life. Um, And because of that, they have such influence. We give them way more power. Power. I mean, the thing about it, Kim Kardashian is influencing the the president of our United States, of y'all United States, to like pardon people. Like, mm. wh- what is happening in this world right now? But that's reality. Like, that's actually what's happening. Like, you know what I mean? So I do think, like, celebrities are our main, unfortunately, our main. I don't see civil rights leaders coming up. There's no, and, there's and no them ground being famous roots. for just being yeah, civil rights leaders. No, there's no ground root civil rights leaders who become into the limelight, I don't think. Um, 
I do like Van Jones. You know who Van Jones is, Shay? So I think Van Jones is doing a great job. Um, I think that Dr. Cornell West is doing a good job. Absolutely. Have, But I do differ in a lot of his opinions about President Obama. So many. You know what I mean? Like, But I think it's important to re- remember is that you can still support someone even if you don't agree with all their basic philosophies, as long as their philosophies aren't uh, degrading a culture, right? People say, well, I support Donald Trump. I don't believe in all his philosophy, but his basic philosophies are are Literally, filled with yeah. racism and derogatory things to create uh, racial injustices in, in our country, right? Um, Shay, is there anyone that you think of that who is in the black leadership is someone who is doing a good job? And I know you're long-winded, so I need you to... Nah, it's not, it's not going to be very long-winded. <laughs> Trevor Noah. Who? Trevor Noah. Oh, that's a good point. Trevor Noah's good. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about Trevor Noah. But it's Noah. so funny because it's all celebrity-based. So Trevor Noah has like his own mm. news show, and he's he's like a comedian. He started off as a comedian yeah. uh, and has transferred that into like comedy political input. Mm. I would say, and with Trevor Noah, I also saw Angela Rye. Yeah. So I guess that's, I mean, I guess that's what we're saying. And most of our our, our black, black prominent leaders are, are celebrities now. Yeah, they're politically based um, or they're, but they're all at a celebrity status. Or is it that we aren't plugged in enough ourselves with our local communities to know who our, our prominent people are? Cause maybe because Martin, Dr. Martin Luther, Martin Luther King didn't just all of a sudden rise to that status. Right. He was ground roots in his, in his, in his. Was it Alabama? What he, I don't know. It was Alabama, Mississippi, where he he kind of he started and then he just kept building and kept building. Yeah. And so maybe we just not plugged in ourselves in the community to see these to these prominent leaders. Sippers, if you if you've got some some people some black leaders that we're missing out that you feel like need a shout out, need some support, need some love and attention, hit us up at Altino Shade Podcast at Gmail or slide in our DMs either on Facebook at Altino Shade or on Instagram at Altino Shade Podcast. What about LeBron James? Is he a, is he a a black prominent leader in the black community? Um, I mean he is. He did that whole school, right? Mm-hmm. So he is making change. Um, it's funny because you just for me for you to really get that level of black leader, I want to I want to see you. Kind of like Colin Kaepernick, I want you to be socially conscious and like sharing that message out multiple times. Like I want that to be a part of your agenda statement every time you go on an interview. Like, hey, and by the way, you know, these black people need rights. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and yeah. I don't really think that. I mean, I think that LeBron is amazing and he definitely gives back to his community. But you don't really hear that commentary. With I mean, he he wore the hoodies. That's true. He had what's the shirt he had? Shay, he had a uh, shirt. I can't breathe. Was it? I can't breathe. He wore that in the NBA. That's amazing. The first of all, those shirts. Every time I see them, I'm like. And think about Eric Corey. Garner. And think about Cory Booker. Cory Booker doesn't get a lot of 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 uh, love for being someone who voices for the black community. And right. when when Trayvon Martin was killed, he was in Congress with hoodies on. Yes. You know what I mean? Very true. So. You've got Don Lemon too. Some people. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. To me, there is a situation where yes, you have to have a level of celebrity in order to make things happen. 
Which but, is unfortunate, man. But the main thing that's missing is somebody with a solid straight line plan. Yeah. There is no there's no consensus as to what needs to really be done in order to propel the community forward. But that's the thing. What what will we say are things that need to be done though? Like what needs to be done in the black community? What because I I am the belief that most policies that tackle poverty, that tackle uh not being having equal rights are things that not just black people need, but Hispanic people need. Right. And or the Latino community needs or uh, immigrants from other countries right. need. You know what I mean? And so do you do you kind of feel like because in the last decade or so, um black people have not been, I think, as the, hasn't been the bad guy, right? You look like prior to we've been like the main the boogeyman in the dark, right? We're the ones taking food stamps. We're the ones right. but then, breaking like, the system. You had 9-11 and then, and you know, the Muslims. they went to Muslims and Arabs and everybody who even kind of looks a little bit uh, Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Donald Trump and he's all focused on Mexicans and immigrants. Um, I wonder how much of like the fact that we have been able to kind of fly under the radar still under the radar but like we're still being completely discriminated against Absolutely. and like you know yeah not being treated well but like we've been a little bit under not the main focus of like white you know oppression yeah. oh it's still there but it's yeah. still there yeah. but not the main focus yeah right that i wonder if that in itself has like caused us to kind of lower our frequency to mm. stay under the radar well that's problematic to me I mean, coming into the country because I was born West Indian in terms of like where I was raised or whatnot. So coming in, you were too. But in, in the messaging here is always the past. It's always what's going, what's happening to us versus what are we going to do or what do we need to achieve or how are we going to expose the younger people to certain aspects of life and changing the, the lifestyle, changing the mentality, changing how we as a group of people, look at ourselves, look at others, and see opportunity. But the past is important, though. We can't forget our past a- in order to move through, through, through the, to the future and present now. And I think a lot of times that we we focus on the now and we say, oh, especially white people who don't want us to remember the past. They're like, oh, all you do is talk about the past. Well, damn it, we still are affected by the things that were done in the past that are keeping us from being able to move forward in the present. Absolutely. So much of our self-hate, so much of our criticism, so much of the way people see us who don't even know us is rooted in like past uh, oppression. So yeah. it's really hard to say let go of the past. And I think it's interesting because I was watching a movie, Birth of the Nation, maybe. I don't know. I never watched Birth of the Nation. I, I, it took me I a minute. I heard great things about it. I just can't. I don't know who was Birth of the Nation. It had Digimon looking sexy. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about, like, for Africans especially, they put a lot of stock in their ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and they were like, he was like, you know, so do white people. But black people now don't. And mm. I was thinking about that. I was like, if you go to a bank, you will see every old bank manager like yeah. that has ever been there. You go to like old families, you will see like the grandmother, the great great grandmothers, the great great grandfathers all lined up. Like you'll see their pictures. But for African Americans, it seems we don't tap into our ancestors enough. Like, well, I think it's hard to tap into your ancestors when you don't really know, know your who- ancestors. You don't really. 
it's easy for Africans to say that because they know which community or tribe they came from in Africa and they say, oh, this is who I am and we tap into that. Right. Black people in America, we, for the most part, don't know our tribe. We don't know... Have no sense of... Foundation, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think that's true. Like, we don't know our tribe from 200, 300 years ago, correct, but we know correct. our tribe from, uh, like, the last 100 years. You but can do figure that, that out. Do that, because I, I don't... Honestly, past my my grandfather, I didn't really know my great grandfather. I didn't really know my great grandmother. I didn't know my my second cousin or my third cousin. I actually had to actively engage with Ancestry.com and other websites in order to build my family tree right. to be able to connect the dots. And that takes time. And that money. takes money. That takes a effort. lack of paranoia because I give yeah. my DNA up to know Ancestry.com. And a lot of people don't want to do that. But at, when I was researching, trying to build my family tree to understand my roots, I saw that my grandfather used to live in Florida. I was like, oh, damn, my grandfather used to live in Florida. What was he here for? And you start tracking these census reports and everything else. I got back to like 1500 and I'd be able to, my, my great great grandfather, I tracked the slave ship. Oh, that wow, that's amazing. On, you know what I mean? And so, but. Everyone's not going to do that. Right. Everyone's not going to put in that time and effort to get to build your tribe to know your tribe. Right. Right. But and then the worst part is if you don't build the effort to know your tribe, so many aren't building their tribe now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so many. We have that do me culture, which I think is another once again is another brainwashing. I think it's like Jim Crow, like self. It's it's having black people self-govern themselves. Mm hmm for themselves but like keep oppressing ourselves because that do me culture is literally the death of us like we are so much stronger together than we will ever be apart and that's the reason why they broke up our families when mm -hmm. we were slaves this is the reason why they took your we had away. yeah we had communities that were successful and they built burnt them and down that's, that's another thing right like we have tried to build our own our own stuff and it was attacked and it was bombarded yes. and so how do we know that if we try to do it again, mm -hmm. that it's not going to be attacked the same way again, right? And then fear plays a factor in, in our progression as well. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to do more. Yeah. I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to go to jail. Right. You know, I want somebody else to do it. I want someone else to do it. And then I want to stand on the sidelines and watch the movie. And like, complain, yes! and, com and complain. When they're doing what I want and, be, and then say that they're like not as good. Or they're not doing exactly what I want either. Do y'all think um, segregation mm -hmm. or the the dissolvement of segregation was a positive or negative for the black community? I think we saw segregate anyways to this day. I mean, I think there's been more integration, but actually, I think it's happened because we romantically are integrating with each other more so than anything. But like if you go to any high school, if you go to any college campus, there is going to be a pocket of black people. Yeah. <laughs> and there's going to be the pocket of white people. There's going to yeah. be a pocket of Spanish people. There's going to be a pocket of Asian people. I think it's just naturally. Yeah, we naturally, you naturally go to what you know. And then you'll see like a couple of people who will intermix, you know what I mean? But I think we actually self-segregate ourselves. I think intermingling is okay. But there is a part of me that thinks that if, if we had stay in our own community but also had the proper funding yeah to make sure we get the great education that's equal as white as our white counterparts that maybe we would have a better understanding of our leaders and what we're doing for our community so part of me feels yeah, like yeah but i just don't think we had the the ability to do that because 
we didn't have the ability to do that. I mean, there are some learned scholars that we've had in the past, you know, but for the most part, we, we the, the ceiling was like school. You know, we, we had a huge ceiling when it came to school about you finishing high school, let alone college. And so in our communities, yes, we would have, I don't, I don't know if, if we would have gotten on par with like white because they've they've just had more time to figure yeah, they, stuff out. It's they, better to they, lo- they started a hundred feet in front of us. Exactly. So yeah. sometimes it's it's easier to not recreate recreate the wheel. And so us going to their universities, us learning from you know all all the information opposed to just learning from black people, I think helped us in the long run. I don't think you get a Barack Obama if we didn't segregate. I, obviously, that's that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. What are you about to say, How are you thinking? I see that brain burning over there. I, I'm just, I just watched the conversation devolve just now back to a big discussion of the past. And I'm not, I'm not saying not, it's not about forgetting the past. It's about utilizing it more for the future versus... So, for instance, I went to a NAACP event here in St. Pete. Uh-huh. The first thing I'm, a, I'm, I'm met with is shackles. What do you mean you met with Shackles? Literally, they had... Shackles they had, on my feet so I can <laughs> Well, not the song, but... I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, as soon as you said that, I could not get out of that, man. Yeah, 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 but the materials that they put on the tables for everybody as a takeaway or whatever, it's like literally it gave you Shackles mm. as part of the, the, the takeaway. And I'm like, that's not should that shouldn't be the first and last message that I'm left with at this event. It should be, hey, this is what we are trying to accomplish. This is these are the new standards that we're setting yeah. and that we're going to push forth into the community and that we're going to drive and that we're going to put pressure on those that are our celebrities to stop presenting the the black community in a certain in a, in a certain way and not letting not letting those uh those those businesses that are quote unquote above them to 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 lean on them because the thing is if we don't buy certain things if we don't attend certain things if we don't uh indulge in certain things that are that the celebrities do are part of Mm -hmm. the leverage from the companies no longer exists the celebrity gets a chance to to actually do what's best for them and for their people so you're saying take away the leverage from the companies in order to be have more leverage within within the people and I get that it's acceptance. What do you the guys? Thing is acceptance. What do you guys think about celeb like black celebrities? Are, are, should they be required to have the mantle role model? Like so, Cardi B like a couple months ago went off as she did, and she was just like, "I'm sick of trying to be. I ain't y'all kids role models. Y'all need to figure it out. Like I'm gonna be me, and I'm not trying to be nobody's role model." But she is for a lot of people the like only black person that they can really that they really know like if you think about midwest but she doesn't identify as black though right she, no she does i thought she was like dominican or puerto rican or something like that yeah she's half and half so her mother is dominican i think and her father is black oh, okay um but she identifies as black as oh, okay. a black woman okay so which is fine i didn't know yeah anyway, yeah um but yeah like do we do the black celebrities have a should they be required? I guess to be role models. To be, I don't no. think. I don't think so. I don't think that it's it's fair to to make other or try to force other people to be something that they themselves don't want to be. Everybody yeah. doesn't want to be role model. People, everyone just some people don't want to be leaders. Some people right. don't want to be. Look at ASAP uh, uh, Ver, he or ASAP Rocky. I think he was like, you know, I don't, I don't. That's not my call. That's not my issue. Blah right. blah 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 blah. 
And that's okay. He can have that thought. We can't just make sure, try to make everyone do right, that stuff. Then should we? My whole thought is: so you have people. I mean, we're right now we're in Florida, right? So it's pretty. It's it's very white heavy, but it's mixed. Yes. Um, we still have a black community here, but there are legitimately communities in the Midwest that have never that don't have black people. Yeah. Like people forget like black people were only thirteen percent of the population in the mm. United States, right? And so we're we get into these very black centric cities or or states, right? But there are tons of areas in the United States where there's no black people. So the only representation and the only people that they see of like only black people they see are these celebrities. Yeah. Right? So if they think now that all black people are a Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Are they wrong in that? I don't think they're wrong. I, but I also think that celebrities can be a good influence for the people who don't have a huge black community, right? Yep. Because sometimes you don't know that something, if you just grow up with something that your whole life, you, you're just okay with it, right? For example, right. like in New Zealand, people, they go around in blackface once a year and all this stuff. And people, black people were there, they'd been living with it. But it wasn't until other people started to say, hey, that's kind of racist. But, oh, wait a minute. So sometimes you need other people to, to, point, say, hey. to say things, to bring it to your awareness. So maybe celebrities speaking out, if that's all they're watching is celebrities, and the celebrities start st- speaking about it, then you bring an awareness yeah, but to the their own community. Some of them are. Yeah. I think that I wish there were more, mm-hmm. but I would, I would, I would rather see my local drug dealer on the corner Mm -hmm. who has ground roots being able to connect with people speaking about what we can do to empower ourselves in our communities. Why you gotta be a drug dealer though? I'm just saying like think about the people who are in the corner like maybe not a drug dealer right maybe he's not a gangster maybe it's it's somebody who sells t-shirts on the corner store who has a huge influence on the community right right I would rather see them connecting that small community or the barbershop Mm. I'd rather see those people Connecting with the, the generation or, or that community in order to bring awareness to certain topics, right? Yeah. But maybe I think we there's a lack of. But isn't black that hilarious though? Because those people have less resources than celebrities, so they always have the most resources. But we have the, l- the least amount of expectations for them. But we have more expectations for people in our own community who have less resources than the celebrities. Because celebrities are out of touch, out of mind for the most part. Like if we, if we can't in reach mind, them, they're everywhere. They're everywhere, but they're not in our community. So right. we they feel untouchable. They feel un. Uh, we can't reach them. Right. Mm. It takes other people in their communities. To reach them, to bring up, to want them to speak out on it, versus uh, Jerome at the barbershop who Jerome I see every, who I I see every Friday. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just think of different things. Like I think that Doc, even though I don't agree with a lot of his philosophies, I think that Doctor Umar Johnson mm. is someone who is a leader in the black community. Like Ooh. I don't agree with a lot of his philosophies, but okay. he, he's doing a lot of ground roots. He's doing a lot of things that he's trying to bring awareness to certain things, right or wrong. I mean, right, right. I don't agree majority of his stuff, but right. All right, guys. I mean, I think we can go back on the fourth on this all damn day, but overall, I think I would like to see 
a step up in black leaders and them recognizing themselves as black leaders. Like I, I really like the Colin Kaepernick situation. I wish more people stood with him. Like I really wish that was a bigger movement than it was, but I don't want to downplay it because it was a big movement. Everybody yeah. knew about it. It became a thing and it created a lot of visibility. And Meek Mill. Meek Mill is, believe it or not, I watched the documentary. Do- yeah, it was amazing. Say, did you see his documentary? Was docu- and it had brought a lot of awareness to the, the, the justice system, right? The how the people knew how bad it was, but having a celebrity yeah. who has now gone through it, like, yo, this is a fucked up system. Yeah. And we got, there's other people like me. Lucky for me, I had the money. I had the people. Right. Even though he still did five, six years. Yeah. Total in general. With the money. Know, with the money. With the money. So and the, the influence. People. Exactly. So, I don't, Imagine I, I, what a regular schmojo like would do, you know. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that leadership is not always about the person at the top, right? Leadership can be people from different levels. One of the best books I read was called The 360 Leader by John C. Maxwell. And he just talks about how you can be a leader whether you're the janitor or you're the CEO. Right. Like you can lead on the on the level or the platform that you're on. Right. And you build that that level and you influence those people in a positive way, the people who look at you as your peers and your coworkers, and then you are a leader. So I think the celebrities are on one level. I think you and all of us are on one level. And yeah. I think the people in our government, like it's just different levels of leadership. And we have to get away from expecting the leaders, the celebrities to be the main focus and get back into the communities and also be leaders in our circles and our pockets of people. Yeah, I think the expectation needs to switch from other people into ourselves. What are, what are you personally doing to help the movement? What are you personally doing to, like, affect the changes that you feel are necessary in your community? And if you're not doing anything, then this is a great opportunity to do so. All right, let's go ahead and move on to... Your favorite time of the episode. Your most favorite time of the episode. My least favorite. That sounds familiar. That sounds about right. That sounds familiar. Don't give me that look at all. All right, so here we go. We're gonna we're gonna try this one more time, Sippers. One more time. Shay won a redemption. He wants a redemption round because if you if you listen to all Tino Shays and you realize a couple weeks ago, I gave Shay the controls to choose these songs. I mean, I won still. I mean, I still won. But it was a fail. But it was a, it was a struggle. It was a struggle session because L and none of us didn't really know. You were struggling too. It was a struggle <laughs> session for everyone. I still won. So we, so Shay has chosen five songs to for L and I to guess and for you to guess tippers. You can find these songs on the T No Shade Spotify playlist. This is a banging ass playlist. Go listen to it. Go stream it. We don't own these songs. We don't have any rights to these songs. We just love these artists and the music they created, and we want them to get recognition. I'm ready. Elle, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you going to beat me? You haven't beat me yet. At all the times we've done, that sounds familiar. Once? Never. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, we've yeah, done it once. Right. What are you talking about? Out of 67 episodes. Yes. Like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you've never beat me. We've gone against each other once. Okay. Once. All right. So this first one is from um, 2001. Ooh, Very okay. popular. If you don't get it, something's wrong with y'all. Okay. What's okay. wrong with y'all? <laughs> Like music, it's like music. Um, common. That's not common. Death. Um, I want the name this time. Um, no, you can't change the rules. I just like, just like music. I mean, that's the name of the song. But um, is that the name of the song? Keith Murray. 
It's not Keith Murray? Nope. It is um, most of No. Tell it Just like music. It's not common? It's not common. Hold on. Black Rob? Black Star? Uh, oh, that's Eric Sermon. Keith Murray? Oh, it's Eric Sermon. What's Keith Murray's in it, though. Music. Featuring uh, Marvin Gaye. He didn't get it. I didn't get it either. Hmm. But no, Eric Sermon's in it though, right? It's, it's Eric, I mean, Keith Sermon. Keith Murray, he's in it. No, it's just Eric Sermon. Interesting. I guarantee you it's Keith Murray. We're going to research that. because He said just like Keith Murray in the song, but it is Eric Sermon, Eric Sermon's song. All right, we didn't get it. Oh, oh right. zip, zip. I love that song. That was a good song. It was a good song. I love that song. All right. Now, this one's- a That's a good start, Shay. <laughs> good job. Oh, funny. All right, we're taking it back to 1994 right now. 94. 94, Jesus. Another popular one, man. Tell me, y'all. I would like two. DJ. SWV. Escape. Hold on. Can everybody move, move your move body? Your I said it first. Move no! your body. I said move your body. Play that back. It's not move your body? She got it first. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. It's not everybody. That's not, that's not I said move your body. That's not it either. Oh, what is it? Groove. Groove your body. Oh, She doesn't uh, say the full name. Huh? She didn't say the full name. Groove your body? No. Mr. DJ. Hey, Mr. DJ. Move how'd your body. You, how'd you let that happen? What? Hey, Mr. DJ. I said that first. I said that like. You said Mr. Yeah, DJ. You said Mr. DJ. And I said she didn't say the full song. Full, full Mr. Name DJ song. is not hey, hey, DJ. Oh, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's the, actually Jeanne. Jeanne. Ah, Jeanne. Jeanne. Mr. DJ. That's a good one. That's a good one, too. That was a classic. So now this is going to be a little bit. It makes you want to dance. I'm absolutely 100% certain that I said, hey, Mr. DJ. Mm-hmm. So when y'all rewind that back, just give me my point. And I am 100% certain that I said. Um, you ain't say shit. The first other song. But let's go ahead. Okay. We kind of. I was scared because you guys touched on this earlier, but she didn't say it, so here we go. Don't get no hints. It's 2019. Hardy B, Maya. I'm going to say everybody I just said before. I don't know this. Hold on. Just came out like this past month or two. Lizzo? Have we talked about the person? Oh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, fuck. You. you did beat me on you that one. You. you did. Now, I don't expect you to know the name of the song, but it's on the, it was on the Obama list, though. Really? Yeah, it's like number what? one on Obama's list. Or number two. What song is this? No, number one it, was, it was number two. It was number two. It was number two. Uh, Mood Forever. Mood Forever? Yeah. Oh, let me hear it real quick. It's from The Lion King. Uh, I actually didn't like that. I didn't watch it. I, you did miss it. Anything. So yes, Beyonce, Jay Z, Childish Gambino. Did Beyonce like produce that whole album or something? That no. soundtrack. She just takes over. She, she had like she had like she five songs on spirit. there. Or okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So What's, the What's the score right now? One one. Yeah. One one. One one and zero. Okay. All right. Let's go with um the two thousands. I kind of like that song though. Yeah, I was kind of rooting to it. <laughs> 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 Low key, like I was kind of jamming though, right quick. I was waiting for Jay Z to drop. Robin Th- No, um, Jill Scott. Bam. What song is this? It's love. Wow. He double tapped you. With the go-go beat. I know that. Virginia, go-go. You don't know once a beat kick in. But it takes a while for the kick in, though. Crazy. Mm. The 
Mm-hmm. Don't worry your eyes at me, Al. Why don't you love me? Cause I, I don't. You can't get mad at me this time. Nah, nah, you got them good ones on that one. So it's 2-1. Two, 2-1. One, two, one. That's a great song, though. Doom. Doom. I don't think I've heard this before. That, that might be That's my too bad. bad. That's too bad for you. I do All love right. some Jill Scott. 1995. TLC. Biggie. Notorious B.I.G. No? Get money. Oh, Dream Mafia. There we go. What you saying, huh? Al just gave up on all of this. She's just kind of like, I'm over here. I'm just listening. <laughs> well, I swore it was Biggie, so I thought he got it. Get money. I want to play one more. Okay. All right. I haven't. I guess I guess I did win. Right. I actually watched. I just watched the um, Biggie uh, show movie the other day. Mm. Louis Kim. He looks so much like him he now really does. that every time I see yeah. him, I'm like, what a Biggie. I'm like, that's not Biggie. I know. I know. <laughs> all right. This is 2018. I know the beat. LMA. I told you she wasn't even trying. Because I know I know L loves LMA. I do I love, love LMA. LMA too. L, give me some love. Give me some love. Congratulations, Mr. Noah. Good job. Shot clock. What's the name of the song? Shot clock? That boy good. That boy good. That boy good. Alright, I'm the winner. We'll have to bring it back when our live show comes around. I'll join the rest of the crew who have yeah. been the best and see if they can defeat me. I think Gerard would probably could beat me because Gerard was actually pretty good on it. Who was else? No, somebody else from Mocha in the Morning who was really good. No, she was not good. There was somebody who was, who was really faster than Gerard, though. Um, the voiceover queen, Anya. Anya was good. Gerard was good. Catherine was good. We had a, we had a few good artists on, on, on people on there. Good guessers. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to who else yo-ish. You want to go first, Al? Who want me to go first? I'm going to go first. So my ish this week, which is actually, I I suspect, a lot of people's ish, if the line was any uh, indication, but it's the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Bruh, I even tried it, but everybody in them damn grandmama is eating Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh my gosh, so I legitimately had to go two places. I went to the first one and they ran out, which I've never in my life. Mm. And I should have known because there was no line. And then the second one I went to, I was in the freaking drive through line for forever. And I, normally, if it's long, the drive through line, I'll just go inside. But when I tell you it was Club Popeyes up in there, yeah. like, I was driving through, and it was packed inside. I was like, oh, nah, I ain't trying to be with all these people. Was it good, though? It was good. And I had Chick-fil-A. I was like, let me really do this comparison. You all had so, it at the same time? I didn't have it at the same oh, time okay. I can't. My yeah. diet goals. But yeah. I had Popeye's first. and I've obviously had the Chick-fil-A one before, mm-hmm. but I refreshed my my memory with it yesterday. Yeah. Popeye's is better. Like, oh my God, it's so crispy. I don't know how yeah. they keep it that crispy, especially you know they put it in that little box and it's like the perfect amount of spice. I'm trying to wait for it to die down before I go and check out. Oh, it was online. so, it was like, and I was ready to hate it because I was literally in the drive through line for forever, but it was good. But you know, it's not, I don't feel like it's that hard to beat Chick-fil-A. What Chick-fil-A does. Because theirs isn't crispy. Yes, and they don't really add a whole lot to their chicken sandwich. It's just real chicken with a, a soft bun. And if you want to get a pickle on there, you can add stuff to it. But it comes very, very plain. Yeah, so just Popeyes. Really? Popeyes comes with, I think, mayonnaise mm. and pickles, and that's it. Like this, just. That. I feel like the, I, there's no flavor to like the crisp of the of the chicken, though. No, the chicken itself is breaded like yeah, amazingly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and is really delicious. But so, yeah. so is chicken ways. Their spicy chicken sandwich is supposed to be yeah. like you know seasoned. So so, Pop, so Popeyes, theirs is spicy or is it regular? 
you can get the regular, but everybody's talking about the, the spicy, spicy one. Because okay. the spicy one is kind of. I have not tried it. I've seen all the pictures. I have so many friends on, on my own Facebook who've gone live, eating it and trying it. Some have said that, they all have said that it's good. Yeah. But most of them have said that it's also a little overhyped. It's not as good as people have been portraying it to uh, be. Oh, it was good. Maybe because I got like fresh out the fryer because that thing was like hot and it mm. was so crispy. It was so good. It hit the spot. So I actually posted this on my um, Facebook and it's like somebody on Twitter. I don't know who. And they said, okay, let me break it down for the people who haven't had a chicken sandwich from either Chick-fil-A or Popeye's. Chick-fil-A sandwich tastes like it was cooked by a white woman named Sarah who grew up around black people. The flavor is definitely there, but Sarah cares about your cholesterol, so she's careful about the breading and grease content. Popeye sandwich tastes like it was cooked by an older black lady named <laughs> Lucille that serves on the usher board and has 12 grandchildren that call her Medea. Wow. Medea don't give a shit about your cholesterol because God's in control. <laughs> I hope this helps. That wow. is literally the best explanation wow. that I've ever read about the Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A. Like, Yes, Sarah, she grew up with black people. She could cook, but she care about you, right? She, she's yeah. not going to add an extra anything. She don't care about the cholesterol. Medea, on the other hand, finna throw everything I would like on to. It. I would like to to see who the creator, the chef, the head chef at Popeye's who put this, this chicken together mm. and see what his thought process was. But it's like, it, honestly, it's like a, not a... A fair comparison. Like I get that Chick Fil A has it's their competition. Has they have chicken. Yeah. They're 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 supposed to be the chicken people. Yeah. But they're they're not really like the fried chicken people, no, right? Like no, not like, at all. This is what Popeyes does. Yeah. This is what Popeye been doing. Like they have they make really good fried chicken. That's what we. But so, but it stands to question what took them so long. I don't know what took them, what so, took long them so long to put together a chicken sandwich. And then, then low-key, can we just throw out there that Wendy's is slipping? Because Wendy's was tasting... They used to have a great chicken sandwich. They used first of to. all, all their chicken used to be great. Yeah. And then I went, they finally put the spicy nuggets back, which I don't know why they took them off in the first place. So I went to go get some spicy nuggets, and they're, like, they tasted kind of like McDonald's nuggets. Like They have fallen <laughs> completely off. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I... I love chicken. I love chicken nuggets. I love. I actually like Wendy's too. But I like you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to lose this weight. So I'm trying to get my sexy back. So I have not tried this Popeye chicken. It's sandwich. worth it. I literally I on my drive it. here. On my drive here, guys. It's like it was eight o'clock in the morning when I was driving here. I passed by a Popeyes and I was like, I wish they had open. <laughs> I'm so hungry right now. I have no clue why. I just you know sometimes you just wake up starving. Yeah. It was one of those mornings for me. I'm just ravenous. Hey. All right. What's your ish this week? So my ish is something I'm very, very excited about. Oh no, I don't like the way you look right now. Like I'm so nervous. Why? Because you just like you be having a devious little look sometimes and Have that I is ever the... done a bad ish? Yeah. Shay, play it for me. This is my ish. Oh no. This is a big rich time. Yeah. And I just come from the Power, y'all. Power is back. That's my ish this week. I'm excited to be watching this. I can't this. get into it. Oh, man, I cannot wait. I'm trying to push through so bad, but I have a hard time it. with the first season. Get past get past the first season, man. Ghost, uh, Tommy, Tasha, Dre, Tariq, 
They all are back. Uh, the new episode probably dropped, I think, at 12 a.m. last night, but I'm not one of the people who watch it as soon as it comes out. Yeah. But I'm going to watch it today for sure. And so I'm excited about this episode, this season. I think I heard this might be the last season. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little disappointed. But, I don't, you know, you can't really trust 50 Cent. 50 Cent might say it's the last season. Then he might go and do something different to bring it back. So He'll be like, hashtag just joking. Just joking. He's the biggest biggest online troll ever. The biggest ever. troll ever. I'd be ever. laughing, though. He I'd be so laughing. Good. You see, That's he trolled. Problem. He kept Wendy Williams from getting into his club, his no. party. What? So apparently, like, she showed up, like, to get into his party. He was like, hell no, nah. he wouldn't let her in. <gasps> and so it was, like, trending. Like, I think she showed up to, like, get a picture with somebody else, and he wouldn't let her in. So I, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. So do you feel bad for Wendy Williams? Hell no. Wendy Williams is a rich woman. She spent her whole like her. She's earned her living by pretty much shitting on everybody else's pain yeah. and like going on their gossip. So now yeah. that it's happening to her, I, I like I want to not care that it's. You know it's so. But awkward. I do. It's, it's awkward. So bad. It's awkward because she's one of those people who. She probably would never listen to all Tino shades. I'm yeah. going to say it. She's aging badly. Yes, terribly. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, I love a guy. I, I'm not going to. Like, where's your melanin at, boo? Like, yeah, and so, but yeah. So, anyway, that's my ish. My ish is power, man. I'm excited about watching it and getting it in. Sitting back, kicking back with some old fashioned feet kickback. Watching Ghost do his thing. 50 right. Cent, too. I don't know. I can't remember 50 Cent character name in, that, in the show. But get into it, L. Check it out. Yeah. Sippers, let us know how you feel about all um power and um, <laughs> I, I, I had power. A, I had a thought about Tasha and her titties. Sorry. Goodbye. Yeah. All right, guys. With that, one last thing. Final sip. Any final sip? Final sip. I got a question for you. Okay. Have you? Do you think that dreams are precursors to things happening in real life, or do you think they, dreams can come true? I asked that because I had, like, I've had, I had a crazy, crazy dream the other day, and I posted on Facebook about it. And what was the dream? So the dream was I was at this park, mm-hmm. just relaxing. Mm-hmm. It was just me and oddly enough two other people, and all of a sudden, this person on the bench couldn't breathe. Mm. It was like it was like struggling to breathe. So I go over there, I'm trying to help them breathe. I mean, to try to help them out with different things. And nothing's working. And this other person, they all of a sudden, they they realize what's about to happen. And I, and I look around, look at the sky, and the sky is like this bright orange, bright white thing. Right. Almost like you picture like a nuke had went off, but a nuke hadn't gone off. Right. And this person, the other person who realizes what's happening, goes to their watch, and they do something. And they think, no, they vanish. Right? And I'm sitting there, and I realize that I'm about to die. It's like something has happened. Right. And so what's happening is Earth is is exploding. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do with something. Something in the dream said, hit the emergency button on your watch. Mm-hmm. And so I go to my watch and I hit the emergency button. Next thing I know, I, mean, I see the, all this bright light. Like I'm about like, this is it. Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm transported to like this intergalactic station. Okay. And in this station is all these different creatures mm-hmm. and other beings like Noah's Ark yeah that look like other humans or whatnot so I'm sitting there I'm like what's going on but I can and if I touch the creature I can hear them talking like without all while verbally moving their mouth and this guy walks up to me and the guy I feel like he, this guy took the form 
in order to make me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't God. I felt like it was a higher being. Yeah. And I asked him what happened, and he was just like, you know, Earth exploded unexpectedly. There's nothing that we could could do about it. But I'm glad you made it here. And I was like, where is here? And he was like, this is where you can choose wherever you want to go. Oh, like you wow. can choose wherever you want to go, whatever planet you want to go to. We will send you there. And they have like all these videos of like these different planets with all the creatures that's on it and everything. And and so right when I go to choose the planet I want to go to, mm-hmm. I wake up. And I, I'm feel, like, I feel like that's your next book. Right. I want to like read. I went. To, I want to know everything that happens next. Right. That's your next book, bro. And I woke up like, yo, what has happened? I spent 20 minutes laying in the bed, like, and it felt so real, right? That's crazy. And so I don't think Earth explode. I think I said. I said on the, on the book uh, on my post, logically thinking, speaking. I think what triggered that type of dream is that the last post I read on Facebook was about the rainforest being on fire right. and how the rainforest contributes 20% of our oxygen. Yeah. So I think part of me and my, my brain was like, well, we're going to be killing ourselves and explode. But another part of me is like, man, what if life is like that? Like that when we die, we go to this intergalactic station where we get to choose our lives wherever we want to go. But yeah. I think it could be a next book, but Fast forward past that, do you think dreams can come true? Do you think dreams are precursors of things happening in real life? I think yes and no. I think sometimes you dream it's imagination. Sometimes you're dreaming your future or your potential future if you act right. Um, and sometimes I think you're dreaming your past. Dream, dreaming your past? Oh, what, do you, what do you mean? You mean dreaming your past? Like things that that had already happened before yeah things like deja vu okay gotcha. right like you or you you or you 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 dream your immediate future and the next day you're like this feels familiar yeah i've had that happen like you know yeah and i actually i remember one time i was dating this this, this woman and i just could not get close to her at all like she would not open up to me like i don't know what i could do i couldn't figure it out and then one night i went to sleep and i had this dream that i had visited where she was and in the dream, um, it turned out that she didn't trust me, right? Mm. And in the dream, I was like, why don't you trust me? Blah, 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 blah. And like, and so when I woke up, I was like, hmm. So then I called her and I had a conversation with her. And I was like, you don't trust me, do you? She said, no, I don't trust you. And so I feel like sometimes I think maybe our conscious. Yeah. It's telling us exactly what's our, our going on. Our subconscious is telling trying us what to explain it is. to us what's happening. So I think, in a sense, dreams are real. Dreams do come true because our subconscious is telling us exactly what's happening that and we might not be able to pick up. Yeah, and so, but yeah, I'm, that's my next book. That's my final sip. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it Intergalactic earth explosion <laughs> no we'll see dreams all right guys with that i'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session done